Driving Double Feature presents Spooky Minutes Spent in a Ghost House, episode 43. This was a minute-by-minute podcast. It ain't any longer. That's okay. I I think the the more I watch the movie, the more I think we should have just gone um, uh, a, a little lengthier in our in our. Maybe I should have done the pieces and pieces thing where I went chunk by chunk. But we're doing five minutes at a time now. So this is forty three. We're covering fifty one through fifty five. 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, that's five minutes. And we're doing that. We're beginning with uh, Adrian. I think she's walking down a hall and she's been wounded by that demon thing. And we end with the blonde young bride of the old creepy guy getting attacked by that um, harpy-esque thing that kind of seems to breathe something into her mouth. Um, Ghost House, where were where, where, where were we? Oh, I, I think uh, Martha and her boyfriend went back to Boston to investigate the sounds on the tape. I think, I believe. So so let let us dive right in. And, and as I've said before, since we're going five minutes at a time now, I'm not going to actually um, play the five minutes of audio because that's ridiculous. So I'm just going to make a few sounds. And at the other end of the sounds, I feel like I should play the 10 years after song of the sounds. Um I'm going to make a few sounds, and then we will um, discuss uh, 51 through 55 of Spookies. 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 So in this one, uh, yeah, we begin with Adrian uh, in rough shape. She's been cut up by the the little demon lizardy things. But then we cut to a, a whole bunch of um, the the old that old guy who is under the house, near the house, in another dimension, parallel to the house. I don't know, talking to his young bride, and they have a, a creepy discussion about the fact that they've had more than one kids, although she only remembers one. And the one kid he brings out is Corda, who is that little Jawa-y kid thing and she runs away and she goes spazzing off and then we have an adrian gets killed by a weird demon which we'll talk about in a minute and then uh and and the blonde bride is attacked by uh, uh, a sort of harpy-esque thing <laughs> laughing and laughing and then we have a brief moment with the old guy there and his his girlfriend saying we can't stop we have to keep going so a bunch of stuff happens in there i mean I I love the concept that no I I love isn't the word sorry love ain't the right word for that the concept that this this old creepy guy whatever the heck he is sort of had one child which she acknowledges so she must have been a part of that with but they're not married yet right or are they just married or did they have the child before the marriage is that the th- I I thought it was. On the night of the marriage to him, she kills herself, but then he, through some sort of sorcerial, that's not a word, powers, keeps her alive. That's sort of what what I thought when I was watching it. But yet they do admit that they have one child. And I don't know how long they've been here, but there was probably possibly a point where like you're having some kids out of wedlock that that could have been trouble. Now, that that isn't trouble now. I have, you know, I have, you know, siblings who... You know, enjoy 
having kids all over the place. So I know that doesn't matter now, but that may have been the thing that because she she seems very, I was going to say Victorian, but that that wouldn't work if we're somewhere in the U.S. Um, but but decades ago, maybe having a child out, maybe that's what it was. They had a child out of wedlock, and she was still considering. She he was still pushing her to get married, so she she killed herself. She had the child, Corda, this uh, creepy, fanged, Jawa-esque kid um, who, who looks like the sort of kid you see, like, if, if you, if you like, clean him up st- or, or stuff, he'd be, like, in a, around 86, he'd be, like, in a Honey Nut Cheerios commercial or something like that. He'd be like, yeah, honey O's. Oh, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm Corda. Enjoy my Honey Nut Cheerios um, but but here he's just kind of a creepy kid with his creepy dad who is however many years old I don't know but so so there is the thought that maybe she did commit suicide because of this be, because um, uh, be, because they had a child out of wedlock and he still wanted them to get married and she didn't want that so she tried to kill herself but he had some sorcery powers he has some magic powers and he kept her alive and the tricky thing here of course is that we have many children so your immediate thought is say that again we have many children oh dear what what precisely does that mean in the context of this i mean because we see we see the cat uh, creature again is the cat creature one of them and she she does I, I love that that the um the the bride she's in that room that dusty old room then she runs through a weird like clinically tiled like old school hospital kind of room and then the end she's running through like a weird cave so it's almost i i always get the feeling because i know this stuff was shot after the other stuff i always get the feeling that they had like well today we got the old style hospital uh we got some caves today as i just have her run through it we'll we'll figure it out in post i sound like hal warren making manos the hands of fate we'll figure it out in post and but but it does kind of work because you you get the feeling that she she runs away from him but she keeps going into places that are more and more awful which which is which is kind of, and and so you sort of wonder what is the story here what is the story who did he forgive me did he somehow impregnate her when she was sleeping beauty for all that time and she, she kept having babies and kept having whatever are the demons we see throughout this movie the monsters we see are they her children are they their children i don't know and i'm not sure whether the movie actually tells us i mean this this point is uh, bifurcated and we it's who knows who knows who knows um but it is it is fun to watch it is fun to watch so i'm going to go on to adrian's demise and then we'll return to the bride running around and then we'll we'll go on to ghost house um because although a bunch of stuff happens it's not like it's it's not like it's deep and crazy stuff it's just mainly running around hallways so i i wouldn't even yeah the the older guy and his gal they they got to keep on moving they're going to keep on moving so we haven't seen the other people who are alive for a while but those two are going to keep on moving and then we see adrian who is all bloodied up and she's not well and she's in a great 
long hallway, and David, I think, her... <coughs> you know, her... Um, the, the guy who keeps sneezing and coughing and snorting and everything like that, he, he's at the far end. Come to me, my dear. And, and she can't. And she says, I can't go any further. And I applaud that because I always get farther and further wrong. No matter how many mugs I get sent, I can't. I still get farther and further wrong. But she uses further correctly. And then he begins to approach her. And it's really quite... <sighs> It's, it's, it's in one respect it's a little silly because the demon is a little silly looking but also it's very gruesome too because at one point David steps through some darkness and comes out and he's this gigan- gigantic um, I just want to say wet shimmering demon with this weird um, uh, mouth that's shaped like um, what shape is that mouth? Oh, I know what shape that mouth is. I'm trying to get a better name for it. The the shape <laughs> it's it's um it's it's like if you took an envelope and and put it on a side, that's the shape. And it, in a really wonderfully gruesome stop motion sequence, it wraps tentacles around Adrian's sort of neck, drops her the ground sends out these pulses of power and basically devours her body her face collapses into mush and so you just see like um you just see her hair and there's no more skull there's no more face there's no more nothing there's just bloody gore and it is stop motion so it isn't full-on like oh sloppy mess but it is still like, oh, hey, oh, yeah, and then it ends. So she was a jerk, but um, that seems a bit excessive to me. But maybe that's what these demons are about. Maybe that's what the demons that that couple gave birth to, gave life to. That's what they do. And let's wrap up this uh, this this uh, this five minutes with... Um, it's funny, you see... So, in the, in the second half of the eighties, you you got a lot of films that went direct to video. Spookies was was kind of a film. Pardon me, I'm I'm, I'm stopping a, something on my remote here because I didn't want it to play the spooky soundtrack. Um, you 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 have um, you have movies that went direct to video. And so there are films like the ones that are shot on video, like say Blood Cult. Blood Cult uses the one three three frame. But then you have others like what what framing does Iced use? Now one minute of Blood Lake and Ice, Blood Lake uses the one three three frame. But Iced was shot on film, and I think it was shot on thirty five millimeter film, because it looks like it was shot. I think on thirty five millimeter film, which means they would have probably used the one eight five, maybe even the two three five. I doubt it. Let's go one eight five. So when they, and I, I guess I'll watch this again, when you, when you watch Iced, knowing that it went direct to video, it was finished on video, they could only use the 133 frame. So there were bits of the frame that were not available to use. But they would have used all that frame, I think, thinking, I don't know the story of the film. 
I don't honestly know the story of the film. But if they went into the theory that they were going to maybe get a theatrical release, Jeff Quitney would have used the whole 185. But then the moment it would have gone direct to video, they would just use the 133. The problem here is that Spookies, as far as I know, always went, I think it got some theatrical showings, but very few. Very few. And so to me, it was always direct to video. So it was 133. So I was so when it came out on this Blu-ray that I'm watching, and it's 185. I'm like, oh, that's wonderful. We're seeing all this extra uh, um, uh, screen that they meant for us to see, except during the sequence with the harpy. So there's a there's a bit, and she keeps it's this crazy laughing puppet, very much like like a slightly more advanced kind of puppet from like Rock and Roll Nightmare. A little more, it, you could tell it's a puppet, you could tell it's fake, but it's charming and fun, <laughs> and sort of attacking her. But there is one shot where the puppet pops up in the middle of the frame and starts laughing hysterically as you see kind of... Do you see the bride leave? I forget if the bride is in the far right of the frame or not. But the middle of the frame is suddenly just... The bride is running and all of a sudden the, the harpy pops up and starts laughing hysterically in the middle of the frame, laughing and laughing. And if you look around the frame... On the left side of the frame, I'll see if I can get you a timing on it here because I don't think it's too far from here. Too far. I'm at, I'm at 55 minutes right now. I'm just going back if I can just a little bit. Okay, the harpy breathes whatever into her. No, no, that's not it. I'm trying to get there's a... Oh, oh, no, I think this might be it. This might be it. 54. No, no, no. 54.38 there's a shot of the harpy thing at the main portion of the frame bottom left hand side you can see a gentleman with some male pattern baldness operating the thing and then ducking out of frame after a few seconds that shouldn't have been in there that's a 185 shot that shouldn't have been in there. Oh, you saw it again a few a few frames later when the, the harpy is sort of rising up. You can see him in the background. I'm thinking what happened is this. All that stuff with this, <laughs> and the bride, and the creeping cat man, and everything, that was all the stuff that was shot later. So I think that when you're seeing the original group of people going to the house, without the cat man, without the Jawa kid, without the old man, without the bride, without the screaming harpy, Without the kid who who got killed earlier on, the creepy guy sitting in the in the crux of the tree, that is all one eight five, and that's all meant to be one eight five. I think much of what came after that was the production, the 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 people who the money, the the producers basically saying this is going to go direct to video more or less so all the extra footage we're shooting is going to be 133 because that shows that at least twice i can see the head at one time i can see clearly the face i mean there is an you can see the operator of the puppet in one of the shots very clearly you shouldn't be able to see that it's and it's not like he's like right on the very edge of the frame like two-thirds of the frame of the harpy puppet and the other third at the bottom is this guy. You shouldn't be able to see that. That's wrong. That's a mistake. That's a mistake. So it's interesting because I am now going to watch 
the rest of this from the point of view that the original footage was 185 and the rest of it was shot basically to go direct to video interesting so i'm gonna go to ghost house now because i've been talking about this way too long so we're gonna go to ghost house and i think martha and her boyfriend went back to boston and they're gonna check out the tape listen to this yeah checking out the tape what are you doing yeah ladies and gentlemen pepe is back and he's got still got a skeleton hand. He's still annoying young women, and he's still homeless. Although well, he looks pretty sharp for being homeless, I, I think he's uh, he's going to do okay. Uh, I love the scenes where he's sneaking around inside the house because it's 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 a big house and it feels very real. But then, like some of the shots, like there's a shot where he's we're on one end of a brick wall and he's on the other, and the camera kind of sneaks past the brick wall and you can see him and it feels very much like um where are we now are we still in america is this where in italy are we what's going on they flew pepe all of the and it's interesting because pepe ain't going to do much and and the stuff i think we've seen him in previously was in the car so maybe this is some sort of on location stuff in boston or something i don't know i don't know the pepe character that well um, you know, he wants to get the younger sister to come along with him. And, hey, hey, you know, maybe I would have done the same. I don't know. But Pepe is um, Pepe's one of those great characters who he's a jerk. He's a full-on jerk. But he's always like, what? I'm a jerk? What are you talking about? I'm, I'm a jerk? <laughs> oh, Pepe. So, uh, so Pepe's back. Uh, and and it looks like our gang of uh, the two sisters and and the the guy who got stabbed through the shoulder but his arms seem to be okay are gonna leave but then the camper breaks down and he says oh the distributors are giving me some trouble on this I imagine he means the distributor cap um, rather than something distributing something throughout the engine um, and I, I do like that the distributors have been giving me trouble oh God really you're trying to leave a place where you, like your best friend just got killed you were attacked and almost killed uh you one of one of you, you know your kind of girlfriend's little sister was kind of attacked too and all this other crazy stuff has happened and there's uh, there's been deaths there and oh the distributors got to me that's very film mirage right i mean that's very much like you know if 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 my house was on fire, God forbid, if my house was on fire, you know, and it was like, and we were all like, okay, okay, grab, grab George the dog and, and grab these things. We need to have these things. We need to do this. We need this. Okay, let's get out the door. And then we got to the front door and couldn't get out. I was like, what? The front door? I, we can't get out of the front door. Why can't we get out the front door? Oh, the uh, front door's locked, and I don't have a key. Now, until the, that doesn't make any sense, because I'd, I'd lock it. I'd unlock it from the inside. I'm being film Mirage right here. Film Mirage would have the door such that you couldn't get out from inside or outside unless you had the key. Oh, I don't have the key. I don't know. We didn't look for the key. <laughs> so the house is burning down around us. And we're like, where's the key? Where's the key? And we're acting like a bunch of douche bees. And that's, that's, sort of, that's sort of the way this is right there. It's like, if the distributor cap <coughs> or the distributor was giving you trouble. Oh, that last voice I did there. Tickled my throat. Oh, ugh, it made me yawn. 
How are we all doing this? I'm recording this on December 27th. I've got a few days off here. Almost, almost a week off, <coughs> but not quite, unfortunately. Um, I'm just, I'm recording this about an hour before I relax for the rest for about uh, 36 hours. So, so I, I just want, I got Pepe up here. I think he's looking at a Chips Ahoy bag. <laughs> oh, Pepe. What is he, what is Pepe up to? So, anyway, you know, so imagine like that they're like running to the car and like let's get out of here oh i i don't have the key i left the key inside it's like why'd you leave the key inside well that's where i always leave the key what are you doing you know it's like the distributor isn't working well have a look at the distributor and make sure that the car is going to go before you start but of course that's not going to happen because this is ghost house and this is film mirage and although they say it's boston it ain't nowhere baby it ain't nowhere. You could tell completely by the way that um, what's-his-name kind of lets Martha run out on him. I would have said, Martha, I'm giving all this up. Come on back to me. I don't care if every time you deliver a line, I don't fully believe that you know what you're saying in English because you're not you're not American. You're not British. She's what the, I forget the actress. She, um, she ain't Italian. Is she? German. She's German, I think, right? And I just, for some reason, I've taken quite a shine to her. So I would have, um, I would have tried to stop her. However, in his, he discovers what's going on with the sound. When he, he hits reverse on the tape recorder. And I didn't quite get what he was doing um, with it. Um, because on those old tape recorders like he's using, you can't you can't adjust the reversal speed. You you could on others, um, but you can't really because you well you used to be able to like I I had the tape deck and what you would do is instead of pushing the record uh the I'm sorry the 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 rewind all the way down you push it kind of you start to push it down and it would begin to rewind. So you start to push it down and go and more and you push it out but if you push it just a little way down you could hear sort of the backward masking you could hear whatever it was and that's what he somehow does on his tape recorder which tape recorders like that might have been able to do I didn't experiment with that much but he does have the chat and an argument with Martha over Jack the Ripper and psychic stuff and, and things like that and she leaves him and um, she kind of storms out and slams the door. I, I thought she had a bunch of stuff there. So I, I, I hate to think that it's like um, sort of a Father Ted, Christmassy Ted type thing where Father Ted storms out after being told that he's the second bre- best um, breast, second best priest in Ireland. And then he has to sneak back in and get his keys. <laughs> he has to sneak back in his coat. Um, um, but I would have I would have gone after her. She's... Um, I become quite infatuated with her. I don't know what happened, everyone. Um, um, I know her obviously from some other movies. Obviously, Tenebrae is is the, is the main one. I think most of you would know her from. And I think, um, I think, um, I think I would like to have her thighs descending upon me, if you know what I mean. Anyway, so he's trying to figure out what's going on, and what do we discuss? So Pepe's there, and da, da, da. oh, so 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 we're at the end, and and um, 
and there's just a great moment where he accidents something goes wrong with the tape recorder and it's somehow maybe he gets stuck like maybe the button can get stuck halfway and he hears that and they when they're played backwards they say burial 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 and like the moment you i remember first hearing that being like oh nice because normally in film mirage films when you get revelations they're so dumb you just go okay whatever or you laugh out loud or you you know goblin nilbog troll 2 nilbog goblin you're like i i I figured that out already um uh, or or maybe if you didn't figure it out maybe it was the most exciting revelation you've ever had in your life but the burial one is not something you would i don't think you would have known unless you you heard it being played backwards so that's awesome and then he calls uh, uh detective ferguson or sergeant ferguson sergeant joe ferguson of the buffalo bills and says what did the old guy who got killed at the beginning of the movie used to do oh the old guy that got killed at the beginning of the movie what did he used to do he ran a funeral home there we go so we're going to go into minute 56 of spookies and ghost house spookies uh we got that crazy harpy thing and and um some balding white guy with his arm up her behind and and that the i was gonna say princess for a second but the bride running away and then ghost house we know now what that message is but what we know what the, we know what the message is but what exactly does the message mean i guess does that does, does that sound right we know what the message is but do we know what the message means and and i think pepe in the house and the fact that our other three people can't get away from the house means that there might be some trouble up ahead Spooky Minute, set in a ghost house, 43. I hope you all enjoyed it. Number 44 will be here soon. Be good to yourselves. And, um, burial, 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 burial. Don't let Martha go away. Martha, my dear, you have been my inspiration. Please be good to me and sit on my face. I'm sorry, I'm getting out of hand. Let me let you go listen to this.